With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome, everybody, and it's a great day because this is Pads Day. That's right. We're, we've, by the way. I thought it was a you, Tuesday. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you just threw a whole bucket of water on my open. <laughs> I, come in, I come in jacked up, ready to go, all fired up, and you just like splish, splash, taking a bath. How are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful, Very good. Wolf. I am doing great. Uh, good. I'm glad. Did yeah. you? Uh, I, I I know that you went out of town yesterday. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and I am struggling from that experience. I wondered. I because, wondered. Well, because um, we had a delay because I went to Raleigh, North Carolina. I was afraid you're going to say that word, that five-letter word. Yeah. Delay. Yep. It started pouring rain as we're boarding the plane oh no as you know and it's one of those smaller regional jets it's not yep. like the big plane okay and as you're i mean you need big planes max i'm, I'm I, sorry i you're know just a big man but you know what i will say on this one in my seat they had that it was like the two one so i got the one seat okay so i was nobody next to me oh so oh, that, that was a nice that, that was the one nice thing about it but yeah as soon as we're as soon as like hey we're about to board the plane sheets of rain oh <laughs> just start coming and lightning and oh. we're on the plane and so we literally sat on the plane for an hour no Ugh. just waiting for the window to clear for um for us to take off so yeah oh. so that so that was that was my delay um yesterday now that was going there no that was coming back oh, come back i'm sorry yeah, yeah so i got that yesterday yes that's right okay yeah, so, but I mean, I made, I made it in. I got here. Oh, you're I fine. I got in by eleven, so yeah, we're we're, okay. we're good. You're ready to rock, and today is the day to rock because today is Pads Day, my this friend. This is when you put the chin strap on for real. <laughs> ah, yeah. This is when you put the mouthpiece in, Wolf. That's exactly so. Yeah. You know, my friend. I look at this and I go, "This is the most anticipated day of training camp thus far," and it goes from here to Friday Night Lights. From Friday Night Lights to Tampa because that's the first yep. preseason game. By the way, we're only ten days away from a game situation. I know. Isn't isn't, isn't, isn't that wild? You know, the best thing about preseason for me, mm-hmm. all right, when I was in training camp was this. We checked into a hotel that had air conditioning, that okay. had nice mattresses, okay? <laughs> that 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 you could have room service, you know, you could eat something that wasn't burnt and you know all that came together, and you got to play an NFL game rather than practice. So you got to hit somebody that's not your buddy, not wearing the same jersey. You don't have to have professional decorum and etiquette and practice pace and everything like that. You go out and you have at it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm still worried. I, I, um, the nuns hurt you with their food choices. I can just tell. <laughs> They're great ladies, okay? <laughs> They're great ladies, not great cooks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Faith. Uh, <laughs> That's for right, cooking my meals for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> because yes. he's very harsh on the individuals that make food. <laughs> no, 
But no, but I think you're. But I think you're right. I think when we're thinking about training camp, right, and you're talking about the ramp up, right? Yes. The intensity factors, and when you need to hit certain critical milestones, right? It's almost like it's almost like a space shuttle when it's taking off, right? Yes. You get the stage one rockets, right? They get you up to the first one, then right. boom, stage two kicks in, and then boom, you glide out into actual space. That's the same thing with us, right? Yes. You have today, which is the first padded day. So the first time you get to really get the intensity going and get the juices pumping. And then, like you said, then boom, stage two kicks in, and then that is Friday Night Lights. That is a scripted, we're taking everybody down to the ground type yep. of situation. Where are, do you stand, mano y mano? I think, I'm tired of seeing you tag off on a running back. Yep. I want to see you take that running back down, right? To and, the dirt. And then stage three, boom, is the first preseason game where it's like, have at it, guys. Listen, th- this is your shot. This is your audition for all 32 of us. Yes. Right? It's not just us. We're not just hoarding all of all of the practice tape. <laughs> no. The rest of the league can see you, and you can decide what your fate is against that guy that's trying to make it as well on the team. So it, it's fun to watch this and know that we're finally out of out, out, out of the baby bobbling, standing up, yes. learning to walk phase, which is which is that acclimation period. There you go. Yes, we're getting through that. And I'm, I'm anxious today because do you think, you think Mike, uh, Mike throw in uh, tackle him? You, you know, know, that's something that has come out in this, these, and these training kids, I don't know anybody else that does that. No. And I remember when it first happened pre-COVID when we're standing on the sidelines down there and all of a sudden you see some guys going to the dirt and you're going, I said to Kevin, Kevin Colbert, I'm standing next to the Colbert, right? I says, Colbert, what's going on here? These guys are a little frosty, a little froggy. They're putting people in the dirt. You know, they're going to tell them to back off or anything. He looks at me and he kind of raises those eyebrows. I go, wait a minute, this is this seems like it's part of the deal. Did you did you guys talk about this? And he looks at me and goes, no. <laughs> Which then I knew Mike was on his own, on a mission. Yeah, and I think, listen, it, it could be seven shots today. Could be. Could be seven shots. Yep. Because let's face it, we might get some good seafood this evening, Wolf. Ooh, that's right. Because that would. Because it's pads. Yeah, yeah. Padded competitive period. Did you ever have any defense in it? You played some defense, right? I, mean, I did. Field goal block. Well, field goal block, and I played a goal line defense. Okay, I did that in college a little bit, just a couple plays. But I did, I did have a play on a field goal block, so I, we could, we could use that. Like, if the defense wins, we could like go. Hey, listen, man, we played some defense. I've done. I, I've, I've got a humongous like twenty-four by thirty-six photo of me blocking Jay Feely's kick in that Miami game. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Because, well, that was the the, the uh, soggy game. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely so- soggy is an understatement. Yeah. You know, in fact, I think soggy is selling it. Show- that was that was swamp. That was. <laughs> Swamp We're way soup. beyond. We're way oh. beyond soggy. Oh man, yeah, you, that, that was a game we had to throw. We had to throw our shoes away. Oh my goodness! After it, because it, 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 the wet. And but mind you, that was the second time we had to play Miami, where we had to get rid of your shoes because the weather was so bad. The hurricane game in 04. Yes, I remember that well. Yeah, and then we had the game up here um, when when the, when know, the tropical storm came through. That hurricane game in '04. That was Ben's uh, first start. Up, first start. Um, I was on the sidelines, and it's pouring down. And and Tunch and Billy are up in the box, and they go, "Come on up!" And I go, "I can't." They go, "Why?" I go, 
Because the Miami cheerleaders are out here. If I come up, you guys are going to make fun of me all the whole rest of the game. <laughs> and and they were right, man. Yeah, and the, and the cheerleaders, li- listen. They stayed, they they, were, they stayed down they there. They stayed down there. They were tough. They were those, tough. Those, 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 those were tough thinking, gals. You got to go up. Go up. Go ahead. Go in. You know? Go to the... You don't want to go in the back and stretch or train or choreograph just so you can leave the field so I can't. <laughs> go with it. Get a hair dryer, right? No. Something, something. Ah. Oh, yeah. So they, they were tougher than I was, man. They stayed out. Well, I stayed out with them, but only because they stayed on the field. I had to do that, too. That's well, a little rough. Well, hey, but, but, but you did it, though. I did it. You know, you did I manned it. up. You manned up. And you were just soaked. Did you have a poncho on? Well, yeah, I okay, did. you did I have the poncho. Okay, I did have that. Yeah, now that game. I mean, we had to. St- you had to stand on. We had to stand on the, uh, on the, on the um, chairs, on the, on the, you know, on on, on the chairs on the side at oh, one really? point because the water was just pooling. Oh, so you yeah. couldn't stand on the ground because your feet would just get soaked. Yes, in the water puddles. I remember we played Miami in '89. Okay, way back. Uh, and it, it with the game started, uh, Marino led the Dolphins. He had the Dolphins up like 14 nothing in the first quarter. It was like a baz- 100 bazillion degrees on the field. We were melting down. And then it just opened up in a deluge for the next half of the game. And it was unbelievable. I mean, the water, the water was literally up to my ankles on the sidelines when we came to the sidelines. When, one time on a, a, a Mike Mal- Malarkey, all right, a tight end, out on the flat by the sideline where the you know the water runs downhill. Yeah. We had I literally had to pull guys off. He was drowning at the bottom of a pile. His he was face down and, and the water was up into his face and mouth and stuff. I heard him gurgling, man. It's like whoa yeah. you know, pulling guys <laughs> off and guys are trying to get off the you know the pile. But that's just how much rain had hit. We came back and won that game. Which Marino today always says if that rain hadn't hit, we'd have killed you guys. It's like See, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. F was a fifth, we'd all be drunk too. <laughs> there you go. But no, I mean, I think I think that's that that's kind of but that but that's just like the history of us playing against Miami, right? I mean, you ha- you have a game, I have a game. Yeah, you know, because it was two of them. I didn't expect it in Pittsburgh. I expected it down in Miami. Yes. I just didn't expect it up in Pittsburgh. Exactly. Nor did you expect on that sponge game to be sinking in. In the midfield, oh, up to your ankles. I mean, that was up over the top of your shoes. The, the, gr- the groundskeeping crew. Then I, I still have the question: Why did you think you could race and beat the storm and put sod on top of sod without stripping the other sod? What can I say? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm to not that. a grass scientist, yes. so I, I, I digress. But exactly, we so. found out it didn't work. All right, back to back to the training badge camp. day training camp. Here we go. First chance to see these guys with some pads on. I'm looking forward to it. Now, I have to bemoan the lack of Oklahoma. All right? Yes, the mano-a-mano drill that, that for every one of Chuck Knoll's 23 seasons as a head coach, it started off with Oklahoma on the first day. We'd go into private, you know, into the individual stretch. Uh, it, I mean, team starts, then uh, individual. And then we'd go uh, 20 minutes individual, then boom, right over to the Oklahoma drill, which was between two heavy bags, offensive man, defensive man, quarterback, running back, quarterback hands off the ball to the running back, running back hits it up between the heavy bags. Offensive lineman got to drive that defensive lineman out of the way or the defensive lineman has to stuff, then shed and come off and make the hit. Very gladiatorial. 
and it was all about audience participation uh, mm-hmm. up on the hillside there, I will tell you. That's a, that's a lot of pride there. That's yes. a lot of pride there. And that yeah. was a drill nobody. <laughs> you didn't want to lose. You didn't want to lose that one because you were going to hear it the rest of camp, or at least the rest of the day, until the next day where you had another Oklahoma <laughs> to then prove yourself. <laughs> but it's the first one that everybody remembers. Yeah, the first the, First cut is the deepest. deepest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First loss is the worst. <laughs> so, but <laughs> but I think, you know, when you think about that, that, that we, we now have backs on backers, one-on-one pass rush, the live team exertions, you know, it's a different type of layer than it used to be. Exactly so. Now, you yeah. just said it, backs on backers. Yes. Looking forward to that. That's usually a marquee Ooh. moment today. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm looking for that. Who's your matchup? Here's my matchup. Okay. Um, I really, Mark Robinson and whoever he, he draws, and I, it could be Jalen Warren because Jalen Warren first shown in the, in the backs yeah. on backers last year. That's so what I think his name. maybe, just maybe, that could be a, a matchup that you want to see. Najee, we know what Najee can do. You know, I mean, he's, he's very solid. And, and stuff for eight and guys. Yeah. But I want to see the Landon Roberts. I want to see the Cole Holcomb. What those, these guys have. And Quan Alexander. I was about to say Quan Alexander. Let's not forget the great addition of Quan Alexander to this franchise. Three-man weave right there Woo! inside linebacker. That could be scary. That could be. That could be. No, I, I think you're right. I, and, and, you know, I kind of said this Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. When I, when, when Today's mi- Tuesday. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I was up with Missy and uh, doing the Steelers training camp live right, show, right. and she was like, "Hey, what, 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 what's your, what's your matchup card, you know, for this?" And I was like, "You know, it was Jalen Warren and Mark Robinson, which you just said, but I also said Jalen Warren versus Landon Roberts. I do want to see that matchup. That would as be well. a good one." And I said, "Then you could throw Najee against Cole Holcomb, You're or see that probably, or um, or um, Quan Alexander, and another one is." I want to see Darnell Washington versus like uh, Marcus uh, Marcus Golden. Oh yeah, the junkyard dog. The junkyard dog. Because they either they, they sometimes go like back like on backers. Match. Yeah, Mount Washington, Washington versus the, the junkyard, junkyard dog. dog. <laughs> Live at PNC Park. <laughs> I like that. That's a headliner. That right is there. a headliner. We just we just need that old school like poster, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get a black and white photo. Um, but I, I do want to see the tight ends on outside backers. Uh, so, uh, t- yes. Yeah, so, I mean, but sometimes the tight ends do come over on the backs on backers. Right. and they yes, do they so. Do. So, like, Connor Hayward. I love to see Con- Connor Hayward yep. in there tussling. Zach Gentry. Zach Gentry as well, mixing it up. Because I think, you know, seeing those guys against Marcus Golden, Nick Herbig, right? Oh, is this a young man coming on? Yeah, that yeah. wants to see more of that stuff. Yeah, I want, I want to see him kind of tussle with those guys. So, so, yeah, so there's a lot in the backs on backers. I mean, that's the one where there's just – it's physicality is a premium, and you want to see mano imano, imano imano, unless you start losing as an offensive guy, then Mike Tomlin sends you back again and again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, the key to watching backs on backers, in my mind, is this. Yes. It's also not just the guys in the arena at that moment and all those things, but watch the guys around who's eager to participate and who's not so eager to participate? You see guys from time to time, well, they're in the line in the back, and they're uh, 
all of a sudden they broke a shoelace or something, or they got a problem. You know, they got to see the truth. Ah, oh, yeah. my oh, calf. Yeah, exactly. My calf. Oh, can oh. I get a massage real fast? Ah. <laughs> Stretch my calf. Woo! Hey, coach, coach. Right? Am Stretch. I right, though? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you you see who the guys who are eager to participate in a gladiatorial spectacle such as back backs on backers. Oh, man. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's raw and everybody has distance. Everybody gets a, 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 a head start, so to speak. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's not like, remember the old drill um, where – you all had to, you had to like lay on your back on the ground, right? Head, Scramble. you know, head to head, head to, to each head, other, scramble your and then you scramble and try and try and try and yeah. knock the other guy off, right? That's, yeah. that's unfair to longer limb guys. Oh yeah, guys like guys like you me, know? it sucked. Nah, it's you got more <clears throat> range of motion that you have to be able to compensate for, and yeah. it just stinks. You know? and, and then they put you against like you know a shorter guy with yeah, and you should arms. be able to be like like in Canada, be you know in motion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like I should get like a ha- or I should be like a half roll to to the person on their back. You know, I should be on my shoulder. I'm a side sleeper naturally. True. Just put me in a side sleeper position. I can get out of it. I, I promise you. Okay. But on, on the back, I don't do on the Does back. Does that bother your shoulder at all? You know what? My you know, shoulder gets a little stiff when so, I side sleep. So you know what? I because I, I, ha- I so the way that I do it, Wolf. Okay. I have a pillow that goes underneath my arm. Oh, so you got re- one so of them. It, yes. Yep. Well, so it relieves the pressure. Okay. So I usually take the thinner pillow that's on the bed. Oh, so it's not something you bring no, with No, it's not you. a specialty one. Okay. No, no, no. I just take the thinner pillow, and then you kind of half roll it to help to help the shoulder because it releases the tension in the joint ah. when you're sleeping on your side. So because I, I don't have it pinned underneath, it's kind of in this type of position, oh, and, I, like, and I curl I'll my regular pillow that. in. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a half – I call it the half curl. <laughs> you know – you know what? You know, I started doing this off season, and since yeah. you, you know, we're we're on a free flow form right here, right now, we'll be back to our topic. We but did hit backs on backers, so we're yeah, good. We, yeah, we got more though to unpack there. Well, we, got, we also Absolutely. got two hours, two hours and twenty forty minutes left. Exactly. <laughs> back man. I started going to this place, Restore Hyper Wellness, by Ooh. my house with cryotherapy. Oh, cryotherapy! Cryotherapy. I got my buddy Josh Shapiro. Right, he's there. Yeah. The thing about it was. He's like going, come on, you get, you know, I'm like, going, I don't know, man. It looks like a stand-up coffin. And there's smoke coming out and everything like yeah, that. Exactly. You're, you're getting ready for Undertaker. Yeah, you know, you're like, like going, a WWE intro. Yeah, what's going on with this, man? <laughs> and he's like going, you got to try this. And, you know, I got to tell you something. That cryotherapy is good stuff. It is. Well, and, and one of the funny things is I was down at University of Florida last Can year. Can you fit in one? Yeah. I mean, that. Well, well, they, they, so, so there's different ones, right? Okay. You have, like, the little tank thing that kind of is round and you stand in it. Yeah. You have some that are rooms now. Oh, really? Yeah, they have I've a room. room. This... And, and then actually have, they have group cryotherapy now. So that's what I was about to tell you. So down at University of Florida. Okay. And they built this $100 million facility for the football team. No way. They have team cryotherapy rooms where, are like, four kidding? guys can go in at one time and do cryotherapy at the same time. You know, I come out of that. My shoulder feels so much better. My knees, yeah. back, everything. Yeah. It's be- and guess what? You don't have to go all the way in in the cold tub <laughs> yeah. to get to get that feeling, right? Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I like it, but the problem is if you stay in too long, like somebody. Um, um let's see. Former eighty-four. Yeah. Who who, who is that? Uh, Antonio is that? Yeah, a- Antoine. Antonio. Antonio. Well, didn't he go in without socks? Or he something? went in without socks, and he stayed too long. And he was like in. Paris or somewhere where he did it, or oh really? Yeah, he was out of the country. I was like, I was like, what is wrong with you? 
Boy, I'll tell you what, that freeze a croissant, huh? Yeah, that 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 will. That that, 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 that go that, to minus two hundred. That turns into a wee wee to a no no. <laughs> okay. We're not going any further. Well that was that that's yes and that's yes in French. I gotcha. Uh, yeah. I gotcha. Said yes, yes, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I only know this. The cryotherapy, that's that's wild. No, it it, it they play it, music. I like they got the music in. Yeah, <laughs> because because they they want you not to panic. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it getting colder? Yeah, it's getting, well, <laughs> But no, but but like cryotherapy, like cold laser, yeah. hot laser therapy, like those were things that were like really brand new and nouveau when I came in the league, and I remember doing that. And, and in fact, it got to a point where we were up at uh, Nimicolon. Right. Okay. So there's a pet resort there. Oh yeah. Called the Wolflands. Yes. Yes. So my dog Leo used to go there. Okay. And so I'll never forget. I love that place, by the way. I, oh, I, it's oh, it's the best place ever. I can't it's wait awesome. to go back again. Yeah. Um, but so my dog had back surgery. Uh, when he was a pup, because he had, like, a, a, there was a spinal cord thing where he had a buildup of fluid. Mm-hmm. So I had to go in, and they had to kind of relieve the pressure. He was, like, two years old. Um, but we said about there, like, hey, you know, take it easy on him, you know, because he just had back surgery. You know, when he's up there, they're like, oh, we have a whole therapy wing. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, we have a pet therapy wing. I was like, you mean, like, pet physical therapy? They're like, yeah. So they had him on, like, an underwater treadmill. They're giving him cold laser therapy. Really? Yeah. And my, Sooks, my dog has – he. Ha, they had a picture of him with goggles on, and he's just sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? I was like, I was like, my mom and my – my mom's going to kill me if she hears that. I, my dog is getting PT. Oh, and, my goodness. Oh, my God. He was pampered so good up there. And I do love the people up there at the Wolflands. They did They did a great job with Leo when he was alive, and, and he loved it. He loved it. They come pick him up when I have away games and stuff. And they pick him up in a Range Rover and drive him out to Nimical and then drop him right back off. It was it was crazy. But, yeah, they, they do it first class there. Well, if anybody out there is looking for a little pain relief, I go. think cryotherapy is something you got to check out. It, 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 and, and you can go on Groupon. You can go on a Groupon, Groupon and yeah. get a discount for it. If, if you're feeling skeptical and you don't want to feel like there you're you buying go. snake oil, there Just you go. Just try it, man. I'm but telling it, you what, but it's But it crazy. is really good stuff. That and IV therapy. Yeah, there you go. i gotta, I got to try the infrared so, uh, sauna. But anyhow, that's another yeah, story. That's another story. Okay, so we're going to take a break right now because we got to come back. we got more. It's Pads Day. We're at St. Vincent College. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back with more. In the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Happy Pads Day, everyone. <laughs> we are here at St. Vincent's inside the locker room, which is inside the press box. That is our new locker room for training camp. And yeah. Today is the day. This is the day where we separate the mouse from the men. There you go. And it's going to be a fun one. We already talked about backs on backers. Yes. Which is a fun physical drill. And in years past, it's always happened to our right, the side nearest the scoreboard, that exactly. end zone. Yes. You've always seen the drill kind of over there to start the day. We'll see how it goes today. If they change things up, they get a little crazy. <laughs> a little um, crazy. But you want the fan interaction nearby. Yes. You don't want it too far away. And, you know, we talked about kind of some of the headlining matchups. Jalen Warren cut his teeth and made this team, I believe, 
Made himself known. Yeah, he made himself known because of his work in Backs on Backers. The willing combatant. Yes. You know, mighty and small. Yes. But, you know, he had a mighty mouse mentality to him, and he he put his face in the fan in those drills a year ago. And you know what? Everybody started taking notice of that dude. You know, like I said, made himself known. Also, one of the things that we talked about is who looks so hungry to participate? Who wants the rematch? You can tell there's a lot of – uh, there's a lot of, you know, giving each other the business out there, and there's a lot of hoopla yeah. surrounding it. But the fact of the matter is, when you watch how guys conduct themselves professionally, it tells you a lot about their frame of mind. You know, how yeah. they rebound from a disastrous first one, or, you know, do they tank? Uh, those are things yeah. you got to watch for. Yeah, those are things. And, you know, another guy I'd be interested to really watch this year, Anthony McFarlane. Yeah. Because – the third running back spot still available. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Now, I know we, we lost Alfonso Graham. Yep. The young man separated that's his a, shoulder. That's a shame. It's a shame because he was doing some good things, and, he, and the kid looked really quick. Absolutely. You yeah. know, I felt bad for him. He had a, a labrum blowout. Yeah. Um, and that's just so unfortunate. Uh, but the young guy will be out for the year. But they did sign, the Steelers signed John Lovett, a running back from, uh, Car- you know, he was a former Carolina, well, Penn Stater. Carolina Panther and XFLer, uh, so we'll see how John Lovett fits in. Yeah, we'll see how he fits in, and but I, I'm going to be really intrigued. Anthony McFarland has to kind of show some growth. It's uh, an opportunity too. It man. is. I mean, it's, he's been kind of on the shelf a little bit. The last yeah, he's kind of he's kind of been under the wings and kind of that relief guy because of you know type of situation. But let's see if he can grow today. And I think I'm I'm going to be watching him in particular outside of Jalen Warren today in that drill. Because, like you said, I know what Najee does. I mean, Na- Najee's, Najee's built like Adonis. He's so he, Yeah, yeah. So, he's he's going to be fine in that. But um, but there's also some other key drills yes. today as well with pads on that really start to create the or separation. we will see as the week unfolds, too. Yeah, yeah. Because but we have wide receiver stalking drills. We do have the stalking drills. Be interested to see George Pickens and Joey Porter Jr. <laughs> Again, primo, primo it, matchup. Ding, 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 ding. Primetime matchup right there. there. Two yep. guys who, you know, are battling two second rounders from yeah. consecutive years, trying to do battle one-on-one. Yes. So, look at that. I look at um, Allen Robinson, probably Corey Trice Jr. Oh, yeah. It's another one. At two big DBs between uh, Lil Peasy and, and Trice Jr., um, to see how they how they equip themselves. I mean, Absolutely. I know what Keanu Neal, Demonte KZ, and and Patrick Pat Peterson yeah. offers offer to that drill. But it's going to be fun to see all of those. You know, younger, who else newer guys. stands out on those two? I think is Miles Boykin. Yes, it's an opportunity for a guy like Miles. God, Miles is such Miles a, is a, such a physical. Stud, he's man. big and physical, and that's one of the things when you're thinking about it. Oh, we got Apaches in the sky. Oh, okay. Doing doing some. Or is that a Cessna? No, that's a Cessna. But oh, it's the wing. Yeah. Just looks like. Yeah. And it, 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 it actually flies the at the height. Right next to us. Yeah, it has the flight of, of an Apache <laughs> helicopter. But it does look like it from a distance. I think you need glasses. You do I have, have glasses. glasses. <laughs> and Yes, I do. But, I mean, you know, you can see a family there. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm delirious. But yeah. it looked like it. It okay. looked like it for, for a, a second. For a moment in delirium. I squinted my eyes, tilted my head to the side, and it looked like it. Okay. Yeah. You, there we go. You, you just convinced yourself that it was when it was. I was. It was optical illusion. Absolutely. But anywho, um, it's not an Apache. And I do want to also talk about this one-on-one pass rush. Oh, yes. One-on-one on one pass rush. Now, here's the thing about it, first of all, with the, the 
wide receiver stalking drills. Those are ones where you also see how game are the wide receivers. Look, it's not about being great yeah. at it. It's about are you willing. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the thing about are you willing to go after a guy. Yes. It doesn't have to be great because a lot of that comes about you have ample time to be able to get to the block. The guy's got ample time to be able to defeat the block because most often it's happening in conjunction with a run or reverse, something like that. Yeah, screen pass. Yeah, you know, you, exactly so. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a fun drill, and that one usually happens along that. Now, that's a crowd favorite because it's right along the sidelines. Yes. Yep. Closest to the bleachers and everything else. And you don't hear those vicious kachings, you know, like no, the there, 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 there's No, there's no, there's no pad checks. <laughs> Check to see if you have your pads. <laughs> And your mouthpiece in. Exactly. No, it's not that. I mean, no. it's a glorified pillow fight. Let's yeah. just be honest, okay? <laughs> you but, said that. I did. But you want to but, but you want But you want to see if they're willing. That's it. <laughs> That's why. That's it. That's why I kind of gloss over All right. Now, you went on to that one. <laughs> It's a fun drill. It's a fun drill. No, really, it, it is. is. It it's is. a fun drill. You got to watch. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like seeing it's like seeing a strong man under the circus tent. You know that bar's not really iron, <laughs> but he bends it anyways, it and, you cla- and, you, and you laugh. You know, <laughs> I have bent steel bars. You know, that was one of the, the things in the world's strongest man I was in. Yeah, that's brutal stuff. I yeah. saw Bill Kazmaier pulling, bending. I can't remember the rebar was. I don't know. It was over like three-quarter inch, half inch, something like that. But he blew out his peck and shoulder. And I watched it happen in real time. I'm sitting there watching Nelson. He goes, and he, and it just also sudden this explosion of purple along his shoulder oh. and peck. And I'm going, oh, that can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, it was like 10 seconds later, he reacts. Oh! <laughs> well, I mean, but think about this. Like, the fact that you have to use your neck. Yeah. Yeah. And a towel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to bend the bar, yeah. that is ridiculous. I, you know, I got Because what if you go too far and you can't get it off your neck? Yeah, you know, you, you, know, you yeah. bend it around, you know, stuff like that. I got a buddy, Bill Clark, who is uh, in multiple Guinness World Book of Records. He's a strong man, professional strong man. And he, he holds the world record for tearing the most license, license plates in half. The other day, um, at one of the things that he just did, he, he – He's actually he's doing an event where uh, he's p- going to power clean 250 pounds and rest it on his shoulders. And while he's holding that, he's going to tear two decks of cards. That's absolutely isn't that crazy? Crazy. That's wild. I mean, I saw him. I, I saw the video of him tearing two decks of cards at one of the events he did. He did it in uh, just over a second. I mean, just two decks piled together and plastic coated, like whatever. Vegas ready. Yeah, I mean, these, yeah, these bicycle. Were legit. Le- legitimate, yeah, yeah, that, 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 checked that. by the Guinness people. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, because I think the other thing that's like crazy about it, right? Because you think about like the phone book tear. Oh yeah, that 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 that's a monument. But that yeah. little deck of cards yeah. is menacing because it it's, is dense, it's a monster, and it does not bend because they're built for consecutive okay. use. You want to hear one of the stupidest things I've ever done? Okay, because I, I, it I, could be great. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to classify it as stupid no, yet. Uh, trust me. This okay. Is, this is sheer stupidity. I'll, all right. All right. There was a guy named Joseph Greenstein, the mighty Adam. He was a strong man uh, back in the like 60s, 70s, and so forth. Um, one of the things he used to do was um, drive a nail through a board and then pull it out with his teeth. And I've, I've done that before. Okay. Now, now, now okay. we're totally in. Yes. Okay. But, but thank here, you for explaining part. it. When you pull it out with your teeth, yeah. What happens when maybe some of the chicklets come out? <laughs> 
Now that's stupid. That's sheer stupidity. You did that, you know? didn't you? you well, did there's that. a little bit of enamel coming up. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you first know, of all, first yeah. of all, what made you think this was a good idea? Just, just, just because you, it's, it's like it, you know, I have a shirt at home that shows like you know, like the little like. It's like the crossing guard guy right, or a stick right. figure type of dude right. that's on fire, and he says, I tried it at home. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm picturing with you right now, except for except for you have, like, part of – you have the tooth and part of the board in there, and, like, your tooth is, like, loose You're pulling the nail out of the board. Yeah, and – I don't So I get it. stuck and stuck and stuck. I can just see – Gosh, the visual that just came in. Yes, you're right. You know what? I don't know why I even doubted that you would have something in that category happen to you. Because you were probably sitting at home. You had a board and you had a nail. Probably some other project you had to do, Wolf. And instead of, hey, you know what? I got this hammer next to me that has this little pry function on the back. You just pop it up and pull it out. No, no, no. I I saw this on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <clears throat> things i never thought that we would have to talk about on air just put that in the poly pocket notebook right there wolf pulls oh, nail out well, of board with teeth well when there's a perfectly good hammer i know it just nearby didn't go well Let's i knew that, that i knew there was a nail nearby there had to have been a hammer that had to have been there and he said nah the chompers will do <laughs> You couldn't even woodchuck. Just bite around it. I mean, just go woodchuck style. Why don't you? <laughs> There's a saying, you know, you can't fix stupid, but you sure can laugh at it. Yes. Yeah. And we are we are having. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh jeez. Anyways, so that was about wide receiver stalking drills. Two things that probably will never happen in a wide receiver stalking drill: nope. bending bars with their neck, or. <laughs> or pulling boards pull, out with their teeth. No, no, pulling nails out of a board. Yeah, nails, nails out of a board with your teeth. Here, only, and only here, inside the locker room of Wolf and Starks, will you hear that story, or that even thought come through on on airwaves? Uh, yeah. So we've talked about the wide receiver stalking drill. Now let's talk about. <laughs> let, let, let's take a break, and then we will talk about the one-on-one pass rushes. We recompose ourselves like in the break. No, no. We're going to break. Save it. Save it. We're in the locker room with Wolfen Starks here at St. Business College in Lake Trump. We'll be back in a minute, folks. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. The free iHeartRadio app covers the sports teams you love like no one else. Catch the latest breaking news, plus the upcoming NFL seasons just around the corner. And iHeartRadio is your official podcast partner of the NFL. Make the iHeart app your go-to to stay up to date on all things in the sports world. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, we put a bow on that last segment. Yeah, we did. I got my ab workout for the day. Yes, you did. Not that I have any ab. Not mention nails on boards anymore. Never again. Never again. You know. Come on. Stupid is <laughs> as stupid does. <clears throat> and, and, and and what actually took your tooth out? Just just. It was a chicken wing. This 
this, the one from a year ago. Yeah. It was just it was a chicken wing. You know, here's the thing about this, and I got that. Did you think it was places. boneless? Um, no, I just was really getting into you good were, wing. You were just you know? really excited. Yeah, it what was. flavor was it? Um, it was it was buffalo. Okay, because uh, of course, being yeah. a Western New Yorker, being, yes, yeah. with a lot of blue cheese on it, oh, as you yeah. should have. So and you I, couldn't even tell where the bone was because there was so much sauce and it was, well, and, it was and just layers. So when you're doing the flat thing, you you oh, got yeah. to pull and then you got a little twist going at the end. Well, I I crunched. As well as I, you know, and I because you thought because you th- probably thought it was a little gristle at the yeah, end. There was there was a good tasting gristle, so you yeah. go after that little bit, you know, make sure that you get it. Didn't realize you stripped the femur <laughs> or the tibia of it. <laughs> you know what's amazing, Max? Yes, I played twelve years. Yeah, I played uh, eleven and a half with no mouth guard. I was about to say you okay. played with no mouthpiece. I had a gym, trained athletes, fighters, yeah. boxers, everything. Rarely wore a mouth guard for twenty years. All right. Yeah, and Never chipped a tooth, all right? Never yep. chipped a tooth playing ball. So what happens? I'm from Buffalo, and in an act of what can only be called karma, being a chicken wing eater, having slayed thousands of chicken wings in my life, yes. okay, a chicken wing takes me out and breaks a tooth. That's the only thing. I, unbelievable. So I got my tooth. I got it fixed. It took a year. You know how you get drilled. You yeah, get exactly. You got to new Yeah. But, man. You know, you're yeah. looking at me in a weird way anymore. Yeah. I just, I'm well, feeling it. It's the, it's the board. It's the board and the nail. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is sheer stupidity. Man. Yeah. No. No. I mean, it, it, but you have to understand. I was caught up in the strongman movement back in the, yeah, exactly. you know, the 80s and stuff like that, and I enjoyed it. <clears throat> uh, having competed in the world's strongest man, the NFL's strongest yeah. man, and powerlifting and everything else. So I can't. But you know. There's a point in time where you got to pull back. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. You're, you're absolutely right. You realize that you're just a mere mortal That's at the right. end of the day. Because I think my dad competed in the world's strongest man, or the, uh, the NFL strongest Could be. man. He did. I, I have to check that out. I think he was a couple years before. Because he was, was a couple before years before me. Yeah, it was yeah. the year that I did. But. Yeah, but he also he did the boxing. He was the NFL boxing champ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, back when they had the boxing exhibition. Oh, so he did win that one. Can you imagine year. these guys today doing Oh, God, no. No. It, it would have been, it just, I mean, you'd look, yeah, I mean, a lot of guys end up looking like Errol Spence thinking they're Bud Crawford, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, nobody, nobody wants that. You can't put a helmet on with those bruises <laughs> after the fact. All right. All right, what were we on? Let's go back to uh, the pass rush, one-on-one, because we're going to see some one-on-one drills. Now, that's heavyweights. You know, yes, we got backs on backers, yeah. which is good. That's linebackers, tight ends, that's running middle backs. middle weight, light heavyweights. Yes. There, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Middle, yeah, there okay. we go. A little boxing we got, team. We got the wide receiver stocking drills. That's featherweight. That, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, or pillow weight. Yeah, pillow. oh, you're, you're, Pillows I, have hey, feathers. Hey, Just saying. Hey. That's why I picked it. <laughs> now we got the heavyweight class, and uh, that would be – the one-on-one pass rush. Now, yes. the one thing I, 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 I bemoan about this, they blow the whistle awfully quick. And one of the things that you got to understand, pass protection is about 80% recovery and 20% initiation. You know, because yes. once the battle starts, it's all about recovery and everything else. And though, and I Counter, know. Like countering. Countering, yes. Countering exactly, and recovery. The yes. close quarter stand-up grappling that you do. Aside from the punch, the foot movement, everything else, it comes down to who controls the center line, has the inside position, and is able to dominate the center line of the other. That's really what it comes down to. Now, the problem is when you're trying to protect, you know, highfalutin guys, a T.J. Watt, so forth, Cam Hayward. You know, yeah. one of Alex the things. Highsmith. Yes, exactly. Yeah, latest edition of, of highfalutin of The guys. highfalutin society. Yes. Um, Pinky's Up Club. Yeah. 
they, you know, they blow the whistle quickly, you know, to protect them. And it's more about the defensive pass rushers, I think, than the offensive linemen. Yeah. But the offensive linemen, you need that recovery thing, Max. Yeah, you've got to have that chance to, you know, it, it's, it, it's what I like to call the old man whittling session, right? Right. I've got to figure out how to turn this block of wood into a woodchuck or a squirrel or some type of bird, right? You know, he's whittling. Those are those moments, right? Right at the top of the pass rush or yes. for an offensive lineman at the, bo- at the bottom point, right? Right before the turn. Right. Like, how do I get more distance created? Because for a tackle specifically, right, I've got to get to that eight-and-a-half-yard mark before I really turn to run him on the hula hoop because right. we know that the quarterback's depth is going to be right around seven, seven-and-a-half on a full five-step drop. So – Getting to that point and being able to run past is okay. a very key moment. And usually they blow it if they think, oh, the de- defensive lineman's cleared his hips past the offensive lineman's hip. But that's a critical point because how do I recover? How, how far off the tracks does the train run, right? <laughs> a lot of those instances <laughs> yes. where you're trying to run them, right? And, and yep. you want to be as controlled as possible at that injunction point. And so it's really critical that – the tackles especially because, like I, like I always say, we are responsible for the depth of the po- – the width of the pocket. Yes. The width is important. So especially those moves right at the beginning where guys are trying to shimmy and shake and right. trying to get you to stop your feet so they constrict that width. They don't want you setting two, time, two times good and, a good glide out on a 45-degree angle because that takes about a yard to two yards wider than the defensive pass rusher wants to be. So you'll often see them try and sit nice and tight and try and create a constricted width on the pocket. So when they start to line up wide, that's when it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> this guy's trying, this, trying to get me in space. He's yeah, got to get on the tightrope back. That wide nine, they get oh. out there, and it's like ridiculous. Well, the wide nine, and then they angle in. And the geometry, I, I'm sorry, you can't do geometry from there. No, no. It, it, it's a tough point because now it's like, I can't jump him, right? I can't Correct. go and take the fight to him. But I also I can't give up that much space because then I give him a two-way go. It's tougher to judge what we call the half-man relationship. So yeah. their inside half has to be on our outside half. Yep. That is where an offensive lineman's sweet spot is on pass rush on the edges. Now, deep, now we get to the inside, that's, that's your forte, right? Creating that picket fence amongst the interior three right. and trying to stay at the same level. Because, because the inner guys, the inner triangles, I call them the two guards in the center, are responsible yeah. for the depth of the pocket. Correct, correct. And so that has to be more coordinated. Because the second you get a center that doesn't set deep enough and a guard that sets too deep, that Ooh. A-gap just becomes an inviting place. Larry Joby world, right? Absolutely. That's where he flourishes. Larry O. Yeah. And, and then also that makes you more susceptible to stunts as well. Because if that you know they want a center that's going to stay on the line of scrimmage, yeah. right? Because they know the guard has to take at least one step back, and if I can pin the hip of that center, my nose can now swing right. around, and that guard, if he's at any angle towards that center trying to recover, bad day, no bueno, hips locked, no bueno. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so so that's one of the so that's the fun thing you get to watch because it does become one on one at the beginning, right? Yes. But then they do start working the two man drills. Yes. The two man twist drills, whether it's just two straight rushes or whether they're going to do some type of twist on there, 
And as a lineman, you don't know when it's going to come, but you just know it's two-man drill. Be prepared <laughs> for whatever How hard do. was it for you? Now, you? You came in a more modern era. I came from a run-dominant school. Yeah. Um, it was very difficult for me to pick up the games at first. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the things, like, for me, it was such a nuanced – and Coach Mitchell really, really harped on games for, for his defensive linemen. So it was more pressure than him. Russ didn't want to do it. Okay. Russ Grimm, my, my offensive line coach. He was like, no, nah, we need to just see it head, head to head. And then what's funny is Russ would bring in his old Washington Redskins film of him oh. with the half shirt and the oh, short short, the, uh, yeah. the coach's shorts. Yeah. I'm like, Russ, are, are you trying to show off for us? Are you, I mean, your gut was still there. The gut did not change at all, but your, your, your material changed. Yeah. Like you got a lot less material. Now you wear like the sweatshirt with the cutoff sleeves and everything. You, you belly was flying, baby. I mean, it was, you know, it, was that Crisco? Was that Crisco on you? Uh, no, I mean, so we would watch those drills and just see the ferocity like that. And that yep. was your era, you know, where in the eight, I mean, they were just dominating and just, yep. it was a physical, like, take them to the ground, root hog them. I mean, everything. Now you can't do that. And of course, you know, when you have the Ferraris on the other side on defense, you know, you're not going to run the Ferrari in a crash test. Yeah. Or if you do run it, you're only doing it once. Yeah. You're not doing it multiple times. So they tend to blow the whistle a lot faster. But the games was more realistic for us because one-on-one is not a realistic look of game no, time type of situations. Pr- prove one thing. If you could do it there, you could do it in a game. You know that what is I mean? true. But that's, yeah. that's, that, that, that's what you said. But, but it was also advantage defense, right, majority yes. of the time in that drill. So games gives a little bit of balance and more realism to the game flow because most guys if if i don't get the one-on-one pass rush the first time guess what we're going to twist <laughs> we're going to stunts hey 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 what's the blitz scheme on this one <laughs> am i just crashing coach <laughs> you know you start getting those type of things but it's a great drill it's fun it's physical both the offensive line and defense line get to display their power right where they haven't been able to do that yet in camp so this is the first time to kind of unleash That's a great point yeah you know who you, we've seen elements of it. You see when Cam Hayward gets that one-arm stab, that, long that arm lockout. Stab. Oh, my God. That's a monster. Exactly. And that is, that you need is, an axe almost to come into do. the drill. You like a do. hatchet of some sort just to chop. Because it's literally like, like trying to dislodge a redwood tree. Again, and I, I point to it over and over, but when he took Quentin Nelson, the massive 335, 40-pound The guy who used to guard. scream on his play. Remember, remember that way he used to scream on pulls? Ah! Exactly. <laughs> he got fined for it, too. <laughs> Nobody screams when they run at you. <laughs> when, when, when I saw Cam take him and throw him to Jay, uh, who was the quarterback for the Colts at that time? Was it Andrew? No, it wasn't no, Andrew no, Luck. He it got was hurt. Uh, no, it was uh, Jacob, Jacob Brissett. Uh, Jacoby Jaco- Brissett. Jacoby, yeah, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Um, you know, literally weaponizing the keister of Quentin Nelson as a weapon to take out Jacoby Brissett, I mean, that was just Mondo huge. Yeah. You know, this was not the forehead in the chin, climb the body, as uh, Lamar Woodley described it to me yeah. one time, bull rush of our, our, our heyday. This is a whole new technique where that one-arm stab with all that power concentrated in an inside shoulder rush, man, that, that's powerful stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, like, it's like a spear. Yeah. It's like a very blunt spear. Yes, yes. And, and Cam – has such strong arms. I mean, his forearm, bicep, tricep strength to the lockout, and then not give because guys are chopping at his arm. Don't, don't yep. think I'm, you know, offensive line. We're just taking it in like here. Here's my chest. Please try and put a hole through it, sir. Yeah. No. Nope. You're trying to. You're tr- you're taught to break 
to break at the elbow yep. and to get him to, to, to bend a little bit in his arm, but Cam does not bend. No. He does he's not like bend. Steel. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, it's one of, like one of those steel bars you tried to bend around your neck. I mean, it's just it's impossible. Uh, yeah, but let's not go with the tooth. Right, no, we're not. No, tooth. we're not going that far. We're not. But 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 that's that's what you have to try and defend. And then of course Larry Ogunjobi, the speed, right? The spin oh, yeah. moves in the inside. That guard inside uppercut. Ripping, Man, up it is yeah. tough. And Keanu Benton has well, shown this that. This is what well. we want to see today, dude. Yes, looking Can, for Keanu Benton on the inside. He's a prime. Run. He's a prime matchup. Broderick Jones and Marcus Golden is going to be a That's key matchup. Be a good matchup. Really no good. But let me let me one last drill before we go because we got to go to break. But the quarterback on, on ball drill. Last but not least. Oh. <laughs> the one, least. They're, they're big one on one drill. You're yeah. falling on a, on a on a ball that supposedly hit the butt of the center, but they're they're already blaming the center for a bad snap already and shotgun. already just you recover. Fall, yeah, just just recover. Be an athlete, man. Come just on, dive on the ball, round the ball. You know, exactly. not on it. It's not that big. It doesn't fight back. I know it's oblong. <laughs> you know, it's not round. It's not small. It's not going to fight back. It's not going to fight back. But but every once in a while, you get that one guy that goes belly first on top of it, like he's trying to smother it. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> And that ball goes squirting out. You're like, you had one job. <laughs> and you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> All right. You can't trust this guy anymore. <laughs> That's a wrap on the first hour again today. Won't stop smothering the pork chop. <laughs> we're we're going to go to break. And when we come back, Max is going to lead the way. And we'll be back with more on Pads Day at training camp, St. Vincent College, Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, back after this. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 